just a little public service announcement before the latest episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. New York this, New York that. Yo, is Staten Island even really part of New York? A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. You Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So, this happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. These Staten Island boys are no joke. They still look the same. Staten Island. Oh, son. This ain't Staten Island. It's Island. There's only so much gerrymandering you can do in New York City because you're dealing with mostly blue neighborhoods, uh, with the exception of, of Staten Island. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back here on Spotify every weekend. What you gotta do is go on Spotify, search for Dies in Your House. Do the same thing on your Apple Podcast app if you're currently boycotting Spotify, which we will get to. Or if you're working on your mixtape, you can go to soundcloud.com slash dies in your house. You can subscribe there. That's where I see like all the plays and stuff. I mean, seeing the amount of people that have been listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, I will... To quote a wise philosopher, they fell in love with the movement. You know what I'm saying? So, what it do, what it be, what it is. What is the word, what goes on? Are you listening to this a day early? Because if you're on patreon.com slash jporks, you could be. And you could also be getting yourself personalized artwork mailed to you. Or wherever you want it mailed. You also get early access to the podcast. And you get exclusive bonus content, such as the Zoomcast. And, you know, we have fun on the Zoomcast. It's like a video. A little video, probably once a month. Comes out a little behind the scenes. A little stuff I don't talk about on the podcast. It's behind a paywall. And um, it's a small paywall. So anyone could climb it. And anybody helping me get to the other side of that is good. I want to shout out my friend Tina uh, this week. Who really helped me through a couple of... My bank was at negative balance. And also, shout-outs to my patrons, to the people that support the brand, because, once again, my bank account had a dubious charge, and I was in a jam, and I was able to go to my Patreon page and cash out the couple of scruples I had there. And I was able to, you know, save myself. It wasn't no cra- nothing crazy. I just didn't want to get... You know when you overdraft like a dollar, like because you got charged something overnight, but then they'll tack on the overdraft fee, so I needed to get it back in there before that. So thank you to my friends 
and to my supporters. And thank you to everyone that's listening to the podcast. Um, you're probably wondering, Jay, what is this? And that's a good question. It's a great question. I like to encourage my friends to vote, and I consider everyone my friend. If you're here, if you're taking the time, you're a friend of mine. Bars. Um, and I need everyone to understand the importance of voting, because whether you like it or not, it's fun to, you know, late night comedy about the currently elected politicians, whatever year it is in history, but... This is not the case right now. This we're at in the country's at an inflection point. I know I sound like I'm tired of it. I sound like I'm over it. I am. I'm over it because like I can't believe that the intellectuals are gonna lose are gonna lose the, the battle here. So this is being recorded before there is any leaked documents of who Joe Biden wants to pick for Supreme Court. But first, why are you here? You're fighting for democracy, and you're fighting against fascism. Hey, Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and the economy that rose to prominence in early 20th century Europe. If you look at a lot of the policies that Republicans want to put in place, that elected Republicans and people running on the Republican platform, if you see the ideas that they want to roll out, there are no new ideas. It is only about um, going back. And by going back, I mean, you know, like a lot of Republicans, they would like us to stop caring so much about, you know, equal rights, you know what I'm saying? They don't care about that. You know, they think you say Black Lives Matter and all of a sudden you're an enemy to them. They don't want to have the conversation. And it's the same thing with any other topic. My body, my choice. They don't want to have the conversation until you tell them to put a mask on, until you tell them to get a vaccine. Then they're all down with my body, my choice. But then again, in Texas, they can roll back abortion restrictions and they can have people putting personal bounties on people for assisting with women getting an abortion. When I say assisting, I don't mean with the procedure. I mean, if you give them a ride to the place, which is crazy. Republicans want to um, hire team. They want, there are states that the school boards are putting in. Um, people are running for school board, like who are heavily conservative. And they're like, we want to inspect the material Teachers are sneaking in propaganda, anti-American propaganda, and teaching it to the to the children, our young children. They're che- they're teaching them critical race theory. Let me explain something to you. Anyone that thinks that is an idiot. If you've ever seen a teacher's salary, you know that they can't afford to get to work, let alone buy extra stuff so they can secretly teach a college course to fourth graders. I know a lot of the people, that, a lot of the folks that tune into my podcast, a lot of the peeps, a lot of my friends, they, they're saying, Jay, what are you talking about? What is critical race theory? Well, I'm not going to break down what critical race theory is. It's a deeper look into how our 
how our country is systemically racist. How racism isn't a bug, it's the it's a feature. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that need that America ever intended on fixing. It was something that was put in place because the people that were in power when America rose are people that wanted to hold people that weren't white down. So systemic racism in America existing today because we don't teach racism the right way. But it's not being it's being taught in a handful of college of colleges across the country as a course you choose to take it's not a high school class where they hand you your schedule and one of the classes is critical race theory none of the critical race theory no critical race theory is making it into High school textbooks, um, most college textbooks, middle school textbooks, let alone fourth graders. But, But that's one example. And I try to give, like, that's an ongoing theme. That's not breaking news. So I try to give my friends, my listeners, I, I say here, okay. So like I always say, Republicans have no ideas. So I tell you, here's what they were talking about. Here's one of the things they've been talking about. And that's one of them. And before I go any further, I know this podcast is on Spotify. But I don't make any money from that. It's just very, it's an easy medium to share the podcast with. So I can't say fuck Spotify. And the views and opinions on my The views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. I know Spotify has nothing to do with my employer, but anytime I drop an F-bomb, I feel like I need to detach myself from work and make sure everyone knows this has nothing to do with work. Anyway, views and opinions are my own. Critical race theory is like if you're in law school, you can choose to take that class. Republicans say it's being forced on our youth. Not They're not the same. And speaking of Spotify, um, Neil Young, rock and roll legend, pioneer, pretty much. Some of his, some of the tones of his guitars back in the day on some songs led to what would later be grunge inspired what would later be grunge when punk bands for SST records used to go on tour when like Black Flag went on tour with the Minutemen and the Meat Puppets like and they would roll through Arizona and stay at the Meat Puppets place and the Meat Puppets would play Neil Young at first they thought it was a prank and they were like, no, this Neil Young's good shit. And Neil Young is good shit. But apparently not good enough for Spotify to remove Joe Rogan's podcast. Now, I get it. They looked at what's making them more money. And I'm sure Joe Rogan in 2022 is making Spotify more money than Neil Young. That's not the point. The point is, is that 
they didn't even release a statement saying that they would like look things over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Spotify was just like, nah, who, Neil who? Okay, Neil, Spotify was like, Neil Young was like, yo, my music or Joe Rogan. And they were like, okay, Boomer. And they just left it. They didn't even care. They're going to remove Neil Young's music from Spotify. That's crazy. What if Taylor Swift said that? What if it was Taylor Swift instead of Neil Young? That's what I want to know. What if it was Adele instead? Well, Adele. Yeah. What if it was Adele instead of Neil Young? What if it was Beyonce? That's tough. Beyonce. I know, like, you're listening to the podcast. Right? I mean, this podcast would make it to somebody like Beyonce. Beyonce, if you're listening. And I'm not even saying go through with it. Make the threat. See what they do. Because Joe Rogan's out there spreading disinformation. And his latest disinformation was that... Quote from Joe Rogan. If you are not a 100% African, then you're not black. That's what he said. It's a direct quote. I feel like if I go to my phone and I go to look up, it's going to take me a minute. But Trevor Noah played the clip. He was talking to another white guy about blackness. Again, this is something that can't happen. Like, I'm not discussing blackness. I'm discussing Joe Rogan's idiotic comments. Um, what's worse than white people talking about blackness? White people talking about blackness with other white people. Like, and listen, man, Joe Rogan, if, if Joe Rogan gets legitimized here, which he is, you know, he's less than fringe now. He's like Alex Jones with a shower. And sooner or later, mark my words, sooner or later, HBO is going to give him a show and he's going to be Gen Z's Bill Maher. That's what it's going to be. Somebody who comes off as liberal, but is actually somebody that supports Republican values for the sake of their bank account. And that's it. Bill Maher, Joe Rogan. They're not, like, liberal. They just lean left sometimes because of weed. You know what I mean? That's the only reason. Here I thought all these years, like, weed would be something that would bring Republicans over. No, Republicans are just like, nah, we smoke weed too. No, no, that's not cool. That's our thing. We're supposed to use that to help people vote. Anyway. Joe Rogan constantly spreading misinformation on Spotify to 11 million listeners a week is dangerous. And it's the reason why we are the least, second least vaccinated country of all the, you know, major countries of all the, like the real countries. Not real, but you know functioning like the top 10 like uh what do you call that i don't know first world what team i say team because we all work together here because we're all americans and we want to save this country and 
We need to keep continuously pushing back on misinformation and on people standing around theorizing about things that aren't real. Because then when when a when when some when a fact not a fact when information that is not real, a small nugget of it that is not true gets passed on and passed on and passed on, it snowballs and it grows. And that's how misinformation becomes a big lie. And I mentioned this before. This is being recorded right after Justice Stephen Breyer, liberal on the Supreme Court, announced that he was stepping down. This was recorded before that. I think my music in the background paused a little bit. That's why I kind of stuttered on that last sentence. So, this is being recorded right after he stepped down. There, Right, right after he announced he was going to step down at the end of the term. Therefore... I don't, there's no short list of who's going to be nominated. Joe Biden said he will put a black woman on the Supreme Court. So there's something to look forward to. My only advice is this. When you get that short list, pick the youngest person. Because the Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. And we need it. And let's go over how a Supreme Court justice gets nominated, gets put through. So, the president will nominate somebody for Supreme Court. It then goes to the Senate, where they, you know, have a little hearing, where they ask questions, you know, about their background, such, you know, how do you feel about this law, how do you, you know, or, or whatever, I don't know, whatever the questions are. I watched recent hearings. Anyway. Then the senators vote yes or no. Now, it used to be you needed 60 votes to pass in the Senate. Now, let me just, like, in the 80s and 90s, even though, like, it was very, bi- it was very partisan, where Republicans, like, weren't fans of Democrats and vice versa, Supreme Court justices still usually got like 80 votes out of 100 in the dem- in the in the Senate. Like it was just, you know, at the end of the day, is this person a looney tune? No. Okay, I'm going to vote for this person. Okay. So it used to be that you needed 60 votes. Mitch McConnell when in Barack Obama's last term said because we had Anthony Scalia die, Anton Scalia, whatever, and he was on the court and Obama was going to name Eric Gar- Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court. Merrick Garland is now the Attorney General, right? Yeah, he's the Attorney General. He runs the Department of Justice. Anyway, Um, Mitch McConnell said no. And since you need 60 votes, us Republicans are staying together and you're not gonna, you're not gonna get it. 
It's the last year of Obama's term. That's what Mitch McConnell said. He said it was the last year of Obama's term. There was 10 months left in his term. And there has never been a gap held open that long. Moving on. So, at the end of the day, in 2016, 2015, 2016, Democrats didn't have the votes to... Like Republicans stuck together and Democrats didn't have the votes to 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 get their justice on the Supreme Court, even though we had the president. Usually the party that has the president gets the gets the votes, no matter what. They make deals, it's politics. Fast forward. Republicans um lose a couple of seats in the Senate may Republicans maintain control of the Senate, right? But they don't have 60 votes. They don't have 60 in there. They have like 50-something. But Mitch McConnell then changes the rules when we have a Republican in the White House. Well, a criminal fascist pedophile, but, you know, whatever. Somebody who defines the sex offender registry. When there's a Republican in the White House, Mitch McConnell says, all right, for judges, we're changing the rules. You only need 50 votes. Wait a second, what? It was 60. Now it's 50 for judges? So you can change the rules for judges? Do you remember last week, guys, when I said, when I was talking about voting rights and I said it needed to be 60 votes and they've changed the rules before where it can be 50 votes? Well, it's right here, right now. Judicial nominees, that is judges, Supreme Court, and circuit judges, they can be named with just 50 votes in the Senate. Just 51. A simple majority. A simple majority will do it. So I've been running through the doomsday scenarios in my head right now. Because right now in the Senate, it is a 50-50 tie. But since the Democrats... Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are in the White House. The vice president serves as the tie-breaking vote in the Senate if there is a tie. So, Democrats have the votes. We have the votes. So, I'm thinking Mitch McConnell's going to delay this till the midterms. Mitch McConnell's not in control. So, like... We need, I need to, I need to personally, cause I'm, I've been going through a mental health breakdown since this has happened. Like, I know you can probably hear that I'm not jovial today, that I'm just, you know, passing along information because like this bothers me. I'm wondering how Republicans are going to do it. I have a feeling that they are going to do it. I just don't know how they're going to do it yet. But there should be no... It's like, I see the headline, sets up a battle on Capitol Hill. There should be no battle. We have the votes. There's no reason any Democrats shouldn't support a Supreme Court justice. We're not voting to change the rules. They wouldn't vote to change the rules on voting rights. I'm I'm not okay with that. But the rules... For judicial nominees have already been changed by Republicans. That's what the argument was last week about changing the rules. Because they've been changed before. And it was recent. 
So what Democrats really need to do here is get a list. Get a list of candidates. Make it short. Pass it out. Well, you know, leak it. I'm using air quotes. Leak it to the social media, you know. See the reaction. See who they want. And honestly, I don't want to be ageist, but I'm just thinking about power. We need somebody young because they need to be on the court a long time. Like, we need support on the court bars. We need that. We can't have... It's a 6-3... It's 6-3 conservative swing right now on the court. And that's just not a, an, a representation of America. So... We need to get this done now. We need to do this fast, but there is no reason. And famous last words, I know. But there is no reason why Joe Biden should not be able... There is no reason that Joe Biden shouldn't be able to name his Supreme Court justice and have that Supreme Court justice sat this year. We have the votes. There's no reason. There's no battle. There's no anything. We have the votes. Right? Jay Porks dies in your house exclusively wherever you thought you were hiding from me on social media. So next week we outside. Late.